Welcome to today's podcast on the journey of life. Uh, the theme of this podcast is recovery and addiction. I'm Tony, I'm a psychotherapist and counsellor, and one of the areas I specialise in is addiction. Today, we're going to chat to someone very special, inspiring, and it's a privilege to sit down and chat and, and share his experience in addiction and his recovery journey. So without further ado, I'm going to say hello to Paul and uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's great to see you, Paul, and uh, thanks for taking the time just to have the chat today. And I suppose my first question to you is that, you know, just, just tell me, what are your memories on making that choice to go into recovery from, from your addiction? Uh, thanks, Tony. Yeah, um, it was a great introduction, by the way. I was wondering, was there someone else present? But anyway, that's that's my low self-esteem kicking in there. That's uh, obviously one of my... my, my uh, character defects as uh, my I suffer from that or no self-esteem as I've heard in the, in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous um, I suppose for me Tony it wasn't uh, I don't think I had a choice uh, it, it wasn't a case that will I or won't I um, for me it was, it, it was alcohol and uh, I'd been drinking alcoholically from, from the get-go and um, I was a bar drink room drinker and, and, and uh, generally I'd, I'd, I'd binge drink and I'd stop and I'd binge drink and I'd put things right and whatever but, but, but you know, I came into recovery in June 2008, just to put into context. And uh, that January, I just didn't stop, or February or March. You know, I'd normally have stopped by somewhere along those lines or, or, or like, you know, a couple of weeks before St. Patrick's Day and going the next binge or, or, or Easter. Or, um, there would be some some bit of stopping, putting things right. But there was a couple of weddings came up and, and things kicked in. And, and all of a sudden, it, it was the end of May and I hadn't stopped drinking. And I was running. I was running a business, and, and, and you know the only reason the business the business survives is I like good people. Uh, you know you're only as good as the people around you, and uh, I good people around me. And um, things have got really bad at home as well. And uh, you know I'd been in the spare room for quite some time, and, and, and you know we'd, we'd done a couple of weddings, and, and, and you know the wedding started on a Sunday and, and or Saturday, and then there was you know the, 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 the day after and a Sunday and the Monday. But uh, I just wouldn't come home, and I, and I wouldn't go to bed, and I wouldn't sleep, and. Um, it was totally, totally unmanageable looking back, and um, I knew the writing was on the wall that that, that, that the marriage was, was was you know had been struggling for a while, and, and, and that my my behaviour or my drinking pattern hadn't helped things, and um, I just I just got sick and tired of, of of just running and ducking and diving and, and just cowering in at night and going to the spare room and waking up the next day and just you know. Um, my wife would look at me and I, sometimes she'd look at me as if it was a piece of dirt in her shoes, you know, and, and she'd probably right looking back on the way I'd behave and um, I'd no regard for her and hadn't had for quite some time. Um, and I only got to know all this in, in recovery when I look back and, and, and uh, when I questioned all this. So um, it wasn't a choice or will I or won't I, it was a choice of that I needed to put my marriage back in place and in order to do that I needed to stop drinking for a period of time. Um, these were my, my, my thoughts at the time. And that I said sorry so often, you know, sorry is the saddest word, is whatever way the song goes. And, and I felt it was no, it, it was too late for sorry now, and I needed to take action. And I, and I had uh, uh, somebody, uh, I knew somebody in, in Alcoholics Anonymous on, on her side, and uh, or I knew they were in there, but that's about all I knew about it, you know. And I thought I'd throw in that card, you know, the Alcoholics Anonymous card, and you know, that'll get her off me back for a while until I figure things out and I get things back in order because, I, you know. As anyone knows who, who, who suffers from addiction, we become great manipulators to get our own way. And I certainly was, was, was excellent at that. And um, 
so that's what I did. I, I told her I was going to go to alcohol, not knowing where the meetings were, not knowing how often the meetings, not knowing what the, you know, I only knew what I saw on TV, like most people just, you know, you stand up and you say you're an alcoholic and whatever else, and sure, I could do that, you know, that, 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 you know, I didn't mean it, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, say it with any heart or any feeling, and, and, and that's what I do. And uh, I threw it in anyway, and I, I told her I was, I was going to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. And she says, I hope you do for yourself. She said, I hope you do because you're killing yourself. And she, it's not the first time she told me that I was killing myself, you know, um, with alcohol. So um, it wasn't, I suppose it was a choice, but but I had no intention of staying. Yeah. I had no intention of uh, of doing the distance or, or racking up years or anything. And, and, and the first job I had, I suppose, was to try and get myself in touch with it, with with. Uh, with a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, or, or with that, that that member of the family that was uh, in in Alcoholics Anonymous, and, and see what happens. And, and you know, Jesus, I was only going to do this for a few weeks or, or a very short period. Um, and I, you know, it took me nearly two days to get to get in touch with with that person. Um, and in between, I got drunk. Um, having told her I was going to Alcoholics Anonymous, I I proceeded to go and get fall down drunk and and, and find my way to the, the spare room again. And, and sulk under the covers on a Sunday morning at 10 o'clock and I'm not having the guts to go downstairs and face her because I, I, I made a commitment and uh, I hadn't followed through, you know. And, uh, and I eventually did get, get through to uh, through the person and um, I tried to ring them all Sunday morning. I didn't realise that there were meetings on on Sunday morning and uh, I eventually just called down to their house. And uh, um, It kind of kicked on from there. They didn't know what to do with me because, because of the, the relationship and uh, they would have known of my behaviour. And uh, he, he went down through his phone to kind of uh, pick out a few people. And uh, as he read names out, um, whatever about confidentiality. But anyway, I, I knew some of the people that had, had uh, from drinking and stuff. And it was very a la carte, don't get him. No, jeez, don't get him. No, no, don't bring him down. You know, and I didn't realise the process at the time that, you know, he was getting somebody to 12-step me to help me, you know, because uh, I wasn't capable of... Uh, um, he wasn't capable of doing the job on his own, you know. And... Uh, that's how it happened for me. The right person turned up, and he was presented, and and you know the person I was talking about. Uh, he's no longer with us, but he was very instrumental in I know in in, in, in my recovery, you know. And uh, I'd be eternally grateful for that man for, for the time he he uh, put in with me. But when I went to the first meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, and all he said to me was, "Just don't drink for today, and I'll bring you to a meeting tomorrow." It was a lunchtime meeting on a Monday. Um, I kind of I, I I don't know what I expected, but but, but I, I saw people. Whom I knew, and, 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 and uh, I didn't see too many that I knew, so I thought it was all right, but it was a lunchtime meeting, there wasn't too many around. Um, but I fitted, I just felt right, you know, I felt like I was doing something. Um, and because he was so kind and generous and, 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 and brought me to a lot of meetings in the first couple of weeks, uh, you know, every time I get out of the car of an evening, he'd say, Look, I'll be around tomorrow evening at half seven to pick you up and bring you to another meeting, you know. Um, He'd say, then send somebody else. He'd ring me that day and say, I can't make it, but someone else is coming. And I, there'd always be someone at the door. And, and generally, I knew who the people were when I got into the car. You know, I'd open the car door, there'd be a big surprise. Or sometimes it wasn't. And I, I'd know who it was when I got into the car. So, you know, I had a lot of alcoholics in my alcoholic members of Alcoholics, alcoholics Anonymous in my life, but I didn't realise uh, in the town I was living in. And one of the criteria I had with them was that, you know, don't bring me to any local meetings, you know, because I didn't want anyone to know I was a drunk guy, that I had a drink problem. But, you know, um, the dog of the street no, I drink too much and I'd be a better person if I didn't drink as much but uh, that just that was just my, 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 my beginning in Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, I suppose it was it's the kindness that the people showed me it was kept me in it for so long and, and, and uh, things just got better very quickly you know and uh, today it's, it's, it's my preferred lifestyle 
and tell me, Paul, just in that place, you know, uh, you know, would there have been a stage in that process when you had gone in early that suddenly it dropped for you, if you know what I mean? Something dropped that you realised, oh, this is a... Uh, this is where I need to be, or I. It wasn't instantaneous, no. But but I did feel a great comfort, and and and, and there was an attraction. Obviously, the people were jovial, and and, and um, they were talking. You know, as I always say now, you know, um, I I understood the language, even though the, some of the language that they didn't, you know, the terms and, and and the slogans and stuff like that. But I understood what they were talking. About. I understood where they were coming from. I understood the pain. Yeah. Um, and I never, nobody ever said to me, um, you, you know, someone said to me to meet and you need never drink again. Like nobody ever said that to me before. Yeah. Um, nobody ever encouraged me not to drink. Yeah. Uh, period. Just never drink and your life would be better. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have those people around me. And all of a sudden, these were a whole lot of people around me that were just encouraging me just one day at a time, not, you know, just a few slogans. But um, I suppose I... Uh, it, you know, I, you've, I've heard it before, like Alcoholics Anonymous got me, I didn't get it, you know. And right. then, uh, very quickly, I found myself talking to, to, the, to the, the person that, who, who was helping me at the time, and, and I'd call him by his first name and the letter of his thing, and, 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 and you know, and, he, and he'd say, Jiz, he says, you're getting this terrible quick, he said to me, you know. And uh, I just felt comfortable with the people because, they, you know, I was one of them, I suppose, and looking back. Um, but I still had no intention of staying too long, you know, I, I, I really didn't, but... Uh, the people organised people for me and, and, and people are, were presented, the sponsor was presented and at the time I didn't realise that he was sponsoring me and, and he brought me around and uh, um, I was encouraged to get well yeah. and, and, and things got, my wife got well very quickly, I noticed that, I noticed she smiled a lot more yeah. and I noticed a lot more about her, but that's because I was, I was spending time at home as well yeah. um, and, and, and I suppose my, my perception was of life was changing or, or the way I was feeling was changing, you know I was fear a lot of fear got out of my life and all that, that, that doom and gloom and that negativity and, and, and that, that hangover and that wondering when how i'm going to get out drinking and, and what am i going to tell her this time and all that other deceit and all that other stuff was, was, was slowly gone all i had to do was go to a meeting you know and uh, it was uh, yeah the people say they have a spiritual experience i certainly didn't have a spiritual experience but i, had, I was having a better life and i was having a better time because of alcoholics anonymous and the people in it and i was having a good time you know without alcohol you know, but I still miss the pub. I still miss the pub for 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 a good while. You know, but uh, as someone said to me, he said, you know, they they needed the meeting every day because they drank every day, and, and you know, they, all these year, years later, I, I'm still like that. You know, um, I don't need a meeting because I'm going to drink, but I, I just need a meeting to keep myself um, uplifted and, and and keep me thinking. As I say, it's the thinking disease, and just keep me on, on par to see. How, how good I have it and, and my perception, keep my perce- perception bright, you know. I have a great life and I have a very privileged life. And I was, I've was been born in a very privileged part of the world and, and I'm in a privileged country where the government care about its people. And there's a lot of, and I would never have seen this years ago, do you know what I mean? Like people in third world countries and Asia and other places that have governments who really don't care about them, you know, and they're corrupt and all that sort of stuff in Southern Africa and all that. And that's not getting political or anything. That's just me saying that I, I now see how privileged I, my, my life is. And Paul, just on that piece around your recovery, because I know traveling has been a major part of it. What what has your recovery journey been like in relation to the challenges, the ups and downs? What has that been like? Jesus, you know, life, life, life isn't a, does, doesn't become a bed of roses because you're not drinking. That, 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 that's, that, that's certainly, and it was said to me as well, you know. Yeah. Um, my ability to handle my problems 
always found someone in Alcoholics Anonymous to share their experience on, and I've listened and gone to a lot of meetings. So anytime I seem to have a, a, a life problem, I always seem to have, find a member who, who I'm able to take to one side and just ask them to share their experience of what they did on that occasion when that happened to them. Yeah. And it's kind of a, a, you know, a, a, an encyclopedia, to, to use an old word or an old term, um, for fixing problems or finding problems, you know. Um, it's not the answer to every fucking problem. Excuse my language there, sorry, but uh, it's not the answer to every problem. Um, but not drinking is the answer to a lot of my problems. And, and, and drinking caused a lot of my problems. My life is unmanageable today, you know, even even though I'm not drinking, it still is unmanageable because I can I can set off on the wrong road and I can all those defects of character that were there, all, all that stuff can come up. So they're a challenge in itself um, to suppress all those and, and to try and take the the, 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 the I suppose the correct road and the correct path and do the right thing and say the right thing and keep my mouth shut as well. You know. Um it, it was a challenge and it is a challenge, you know, and and uh, you know, it, sometimes it's very easy and, and, and sometimes it's very difficult. And sometimes it's a challenge just to get to a meeting. It's, it's just to say, look, I, my head will tell me, my disease will tell me I don't need a meeting, I don't need to go, you know. Mm. Um, but I do need to go. Because, A, I need to pay it back because there was people there when I went. And, mm. You know, um, how, how did I learn? Only I learned from the people ahead of me, the people that went before me, you know, and, and, and the people behind me will have to learn from me and, 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 and the people like me. And if I don't go, who's going to, who's going to, someone else might, but, but I have to ensure that, um, someone carries the message, and, and, and I think I feel that's my duty, and, and it's the least I can do to pay back Alcoholics Anonymous for the, for the great life I have, you know. So I can certainly hear the, the I can certainly hear the gratitude you have for AA, and I know it. I know I've heard about heard from you so many, so many, so often. But you know, if it was to ask you the question around, what do you reckon is that key to your success in your recovery to date? Like, what has it been? The, the key to the success is the people of Alcoholics Anonymous. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and I think of the, the, the people over the years, uh, the people initially that helped me, um, the people that, 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 that have helped me on the way, even when I'm travelling, the people that helped me when I'm travelling. Um, um, AA meetings and, and, and the people of AA are, you know, they're a blessing to me and, and my life, you know. They've enhanced my life. Yeah. It's just wonderful to have friends everywhere in the world, you know. People, a lot of people would know I travel, but they might know I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and they say, "What do you do all day?" You know, but you're right, don't be on my own because I'd get a meeting. I, I only travel to places where there are any meetings, you know, where I feel safe. Um, and again, you know, it's it's it's, a, it's a, an in-depth of knowledge of the country I go to as well because I get to go with the people that are expats or whatever that are also members of Alcoholics Anonymous, and, and they take me under their wing or whatever you want you want to call it, and and. and, and they, they encourage me and, and they show me the way, you know. So, um, yeah, no, definitely for me, it's it's, it's um, A and the people of A, without, without doubt. That's my strength. And, and, and that's where I'm at my strongest. And I'm at my strongest um, when I'm in a meeting and when I'm when I'm helping someone else. That, that's when I'm at my best, you know. And I can't be at my best if I'm not in the meeting or, or around people of A, you know. I suppose they're my light, really, at the end of the day. And they're, they're, um, they're my go-to place, really, because... Uh, if I'm not with someone from from Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, I'm with the wrong crowd. I'm with the wrong crew. You know, if I, you know, I, I was like a chameleon when I was when I was drinking or when I was in active addiction. You know, I, if whatever football team the crowd followed, that's who I followed. You know, whatever you drank, I drank. You know, wherever you wanted to go, I'd go. Whatever was the best nightclub that you thought it was, I'd go. And, and, and that's what I did. I, I adopted everyone else's persona, and uh, I didn't even know who I was. And, 
uh, in alcoholics anonymous i get to develop my own and i get to find out who i am and i get to find out what makes paul tick and what paul likes to do and uh, all the fear and all the, the the insecurities around that that i developed as a child and uh, you know my low self-esteem and being not good enough and not being able to measure up all that's gone you know the, that all got worked through in Alcoholics Anonymous because I, I, I got surrounded by people, like-minded people, who, who had the same insecurities growing up, that had all the same problems or, or similar problems. And they all managed to come through it all. And um, they're all beacons of light to me and, and, and they share how they got through it, you know. So the loneliness disappears and the friendship and the fellowship is a, you know, is a big part as well. So, yeah. And thanks for that, Paul. Yeah, just, just before we finish up, I always ask this question. This is the last question. I just... Can you give me a word or a phrase that kind of sums up your journey in recovery? There's a line I like to use, and, and, and uh, I, I, I'll use two phrases. Um, um, and I didn't hear this in, 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 in Alcoholics Anonymous, but I, I heard uh, sadness described as having eyes, but yet failing to see. And that was my life in, in, in addiction, in, in, in my alcoholism. You know, I had a, I had a wife, a mortgage on a beautiful house, two wonderful daughters, um, good business, growing business, um, plenty of money, um, and I was miserable, you know, couldn't see the wood for the trees, you know, and uh, I suppose through my journey and in, in, in recovery and in, in Alcoholics Anonymous now, um, I've eyes that do see now, and I see the benefits of, of my life, and I see all the good stuff in, in my life, and I didn't have to lose everything, you know, I still have the same wife, uh, my daughters now are grown, grown women, and uh, it's just so wonderful to have my eyes opened up to how good the world is and how much good there is in the world and, and all the good people in the world and, and keeping away from all that negativity and uh, yeah so i suppose it's it's it, it's it's you know sadness is not having or having eyes which yet failing to see and today i have eyes and i can see and that's because i'm a member of alcoholics anonymous and uh, I, you know i uh, i attend meetings and uh, you know i speak to like-minded people and, uh, who, who correct me and it's, it's great to have my eyes opened up paul Thanks very much. I really appreciate your openness and your honesty as always. And it's it's a great privilege to know you so well as well and call you a friend. And uh, it's been lovely listening to you. And I love the way that finish up there. That's just a wonderful uh, phrase. I've never heard of it before, to be honest with you. And I uh, appreciate you sharing that with me. So thanks again, Paul. And have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you.